This is the intro, this is the intro, this is the intro to the Poet and Billy Podcast Extravaganza! Yo. Yeah. Whatever you got on the TV, you gotta turn down. I did turn it down. Alright, word. Um... I just want to hear what J. Jonah Jameson had to say. I like J. I, I like the J. Jonah Jameson bits. Yeah, I do too. Um, uh, so you just got done beating Spider-Man. What did you think of the story, the ending, the whole game? What What are your thoughts? Uh, well, I... Oh man, it's kind of hard to say. Like you know, when you just finished something, I I liked it. I did like it. I I, I had a blast with the playing this game. I'm still I'm, I'm unlocking stuff uh, while we while we record. I'm going around and trying to get all the shit. Um, you know the suits and whatnot. I liked the story. There are some little things here and there that I could complain about that I wish had been done differently. Like what? Uh, well, I didn't find, I thought that the game spent too much time on Martin Lee, on Mr. Negative there, like, the the way that, you know, when you had all those other villains, it feels, you know, as far as the story goes, it feels like they were just kind of shoehorned in at the end there, it's like, oh, and now you gotta deal with all of them, and like, I mean, okay, but it would have been better if there's at least a couple of scenarios where like oh well first you have to take care of electro and then you gotta take care of you know something along those lines instead of just like oh here they are it just it felt you know i did like the uh the use of doc ock because i thought that it was going to be the way that the side games i guess whatever you want to call them uh when you're like putting together uh the equipment in his lab I was like, okay, you're setting up the second game, because I was getting, uh, I was getting the feeling that like with all the stuff in this game, they they must be setting up stuff for the next game they're gonna do, because of course they're gonna make a sequel. Um, that's that's how these things go. But I was pleasantly surprised to see what they did. Uh, you know, it 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 worked out. I I enjoyed it. It, it, it was cool. I. I I thought that the whole we're spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, bruh. I guess I should let everybody know that. But if you're listening to this and you haven't played the game, I don't know. You should probably put. You're fucked. You're getting spoilers. You should probably put. You probably put in the uh, in the description like skip to this point to not be spoiled by Spider Man. I'm too Uh, lazy to do all that. Oh Jesus! Come on, just yeah. You gotta give him a break. This game just came out like a week ago. I had to struggle to. Fi- How long did it take you to finish the game? Oh, I was. I got to the last uh, fight uh, Monday morning. I think is when I l- went to it. I don't know. It might have been. It was Sunday or Monday when I got to it. Ultimately, I haven't beat it because um, I. I'm really irritated by the last fight against Doc Ock. I don't use the mechanic, the L1, R1 mechanic, uh, when I fight as Spider-Man. 
Oh, I do. I was see, wondering. What, I, see, I, I have no, I had no issue with that because I love throwing throwing things at people. I was like, that's like my favorite thing, just like and, to grab shit and spin it around. <laughs> and, and I don't swing around in battle when I fight either. So it's like it's, I, I had a little bit of trouble with that, but it wasn't so much. Yeah, you know, I've gotten pretty used to controlling him at this point. That it wasn't too bad. Uh, I didn't have a problem with it. I actually thought it was a little too easy. I um, uh, hate you for that statement. Um, I so you, wait. So you haven't finished it all the way. Then you don't know what happens after that. I don't know what happens after you fight Doc Ock. No, that's correct. Wait, but then I, the thing I was about to say, you don't know. I don't care. Aunt May dies. No, I know that. Ren already fucked me on that. She beat it this morning. Oh, Ren. And I was playing with her, and she was like, I thought you beat it. And I was like, I told you I did. It's fine, it's, though. I mean, I get why they did it. It's cool. Uh, it just, a part of it felt a little like they were like, won't this be shocking? Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, it was sad. It was good. It was well. It was like it was well done. Uh, but I think the problem with it was uh, uh, the idea was Peter has to choose between between um, either you know saving the whole city or saving Aunt May. And of course, he's going to do the right thing and save Aunt May. But the thing that bothered me about it was this: I I thought that the the Devil's Breath stuff was a little weird it was very i don't know it was it didn't really make any sense to me it was like so you made a thing that's supposed to be a cure for everything but it's also <laughs> it's going to kill everyone uh, it was it was a it was like the most comic booky type in a bad way i mean this in a bad way uh yeah well we need we need a threat so this is this is what what the threat is and it, it, I, if, there, if the threat had been something that was a little more interesting or a little bit more thoughtful than just like, here's the evil disease, I would have been interested in that. Uh, I think that would have made it better. I got you. Um, I don't know. I think uh, I don't I honestly don't see the overall um, purpose in killing off Aunt May. Well, whatever, that's what I mean. It's yeah, like, I mean, whatever way I, you're I, gonna I, do it, it doesn't. I don't understand the purpose of it. I mean, I get like that this Spider-Man is set in a, you know, it's not an origin story for Peter Parker, so you're. Nah, he's been around for. So you know they have time, but it doesn't. I don't know what purposes it, uh, it you know, it sends in the uh, for the story. It just doesn't make much sense there. Um, I think it does, if only because you know, since it is an older. Peter Parker, it's like it's not as important for him to have her. Because really, when you think about it, the older Peter gets, what exactly, from a story perspective, does Aunt May do? And that's not to say that, you know, she doesn't do anything at all. You just don't give two shits about your parents, huh? God damn. Just fuck those old motherfuckers. It's the issue, but it's the superhero issue of, like, the, the parent... No, There's I, a reason. No, I get it. Your parents are dying off in the it. next episode. I get it. Come on, these or like the whole orphan thing. There's a reason for that, and the big reason I think is because you know they usually seem to give them a purpose of like, oh, I gotta avenge my parents. But when they're there. I don't. I've I never like considered Spider-Man really an I'm not really saying an that there's nothing that you can do with them. I mean, I'm saying that 
creators tend to not seem to know what to do. Like I notice in Batman a lot that people like writers don't always seem to have an idea of what to do with Alfred. Alfred's just kind of there in the background without really serving much of a purpose, except to like occasionally bring Batman as like fucking dinner, which is not, that's not very interesting. Uh, Aunt May is more interesting for a younger Peter than she is for an older Peter. So it makes sense for her, you know, if she passes away, especially for, to, for him to change in the next game. Cause another thing that happens is another cutscene after the credits where, Miles helps Peter move into his new place and he starts talking about how he's been going through some weird changes. His body is changing and Peter thinks he's talking about puberty and is like, yeah, you're kind of getting to that age, man. It's, it's weird. And he's like, I just don't know how to explain it. Maybe I should show you. And Peter's like, no, you, you don't have to show me. It's okay. And then he jumps up on the ceiling and sticks to the ceiling. And he's like, isn't this weird? And then Peter jumps on the ceiling and goes, nope, I don't think it's weird at all. <laughs> Uh, really nice little scene. I was that makes me excited for the next one because I really like Miles Morales. Uh, I'm hoping. I mean, you have to be able to play as him in the next game. I was hoping to play him in this one, but and not in. I mean, you do, but not as Spider Man. Yeah, uh, I was hit or miss with those cutscenes, uh, being MJ or being Miles. The uh, the only ones I that I really particular liked is when you were Peter Parker, but you'd still. Use your spider stuff, like crawl on walls and um, some web type stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah, I liked that too. And I like, and again, since I like the character of Miles, I liked his little bits. Uh, Especially the part with Rhino. Actually, I thought that was the best one. Yeah. Uh, But for the most part, I don't know, I was like, I I didn't really get a Spider-Man game to sneak around as Mary Jane, you know? Uh, No offense to Mary Jane lovers, but you know. Yeah, I gotcha. Uh, ultimately, that part I did. I mean, I didn't mind it too much. Um, I didn't dislike it, but it just wasn't. Yeah, no, I get you. It felt like when I got when I got to those parts, I was like, okay, let's get past these so we can get continue this this storyline. Yeah. Um, my problem with the story, I liked the story. I didn't have a problem with how they used the enemies. My problem was that it did feel like this was a Martin Lee story. But then with the reveal of Doc Ock, it made it feel like Doc Ock had secretly been doing this, planning this this whole time, and it just culminated with how, I don't know, there was was a moment in the story where it seemed like that Mr. Negative had actually been working for Dr. Octavius the whole time. Yeah, and and that's funny. And that that sort of ruined... uh, not ruined it, but I was like, oh, that's not nearly as interesting to me. Because then it seemed like, so this whole time I thought I was helping Doc Ock, he was actually like evil versus where it, the the suit we had helped build, um, you know, made him into this, uh, you know, like exploited his uh, weaknesses or whatever and, cra- you know, made him crack and go insane and become Doc, Doc Ock. And I and you know it's funny because I thought the buildup for Doctor Octavius being you know because like they you know they they do bring up the idea of like he's incredibly intelligent and you know he that makes him very dangerous as a villain you know it's not so much because he has these tentacles and he's this thing has messed up his mind it's also because he's a fucking genius and fuck your shit up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But then what got weird is like I felt the same way was. 
it, it's they that so there's a cutscene, you know, the cutscene where you see him for the first time with the with the arms, and Peter's like, "You need to, you know, this is, we don't know how this is going to affect you." Yeah, and it, it cuts from that to like him seeing Norman on the TV, and like within a few minutes, he's already. Uh, he's already gotten, you know, the the prison all broken out. Like all of his, like his giant plan that seems to have come together over the course of like an hour. It's really weird. Uh, it seemed to come out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, as, like how fast did he put this together, and why, and how did he? I, you know, yeah. No, it makes it seem like he's been playing. Like he's been manipulating this whole scenario. Because like the whole thing seems like you manipulate to get all the villains in the raft so that you can have them all freed. And you know what I mean? It just seems like this grand master plan that they coupled with, you think that your friend is like becoming like more insane due to the technology, but he's actually been like a criminal mastermind this whole time. Like, but he has, but he hasn't been. That was the thing is like, I don't think he was a criminal mastermind the whole time. I think it was legitimately the, you know, I, I don't know. It was... to me, well, it, but to me, all of this started before he got to the plugging himself into the arms. See, yeah, to me, that, when that's he plugs himself like, into the arms, that's when... Or to make any sense, but I don't think that was their intention. It's just was poor storytelling I for that would... to do. To me, he doesn't he doesn't start to go downhill mentally and become a supervillain until he connects to the arms. But the whole game... It seems was his uh, his ultimate plan against Norton Osborn from the beginning. So then it seems like which, by the way, this, and this is both. Hold on, he wasn't this kindly. Um, he wasn't this kindly teacher mentor. He's actually a fucking piece of shit douchebag terrorist who's uh fuck that guy. Yeah, and what exactly? That's funny because I feel like I, I like. A, if we're going to just flat out say it, I really like the game. I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, I'm having a blast with it. I'm still, so like I said, I'm still playing it now, just trying to unlock shit. But I feel weird that because people are going to think, they must have hated this game because all they're doing is complaining. Right. But I'm going to do some more complaining <laughs> about it. Didn't you think it was weird that both Octavius and Lee were like, we have to get revenge on Norman Osborn. I know, let's murder a bunch of people. Who had nothing to do with it. What are you? What in what way? Octavius, a little bit. It's like okay, you're not in your right mind. You've li you're literally going insane. So maybe I could see that. Um, maybe you can make that work. But throughout the game, I'm like, why are you guys doing this exactly? Like I don't understand what it is. There's a lot of ways you probably could. You could have just put the information out there and like completely smeared his reputation. Yeah. I don't know. It was you, that, yeah. You could have just been like, "Hey, this is what he did." Oh fuck that guy. He's an asshole. You know uh, what I mean? Well, and you know, I was looking at the uh, the amounts uh, or the 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 amount of com the game completion uh, number when you like go to continue, uh -huh. and it was like it's well over fifty percent of the story with Martin Lee going after him and the demons. And that was a little too much. That's what, you know, like I said earlier, 
as it, it felt like the other villains kind of came out of nowhere. It's like, well, you know, and and not and not again nothing against Mister Negative. He looks cool and everything, but I was also kind of wanting to see the old favorites. It's like I'm looking forward to seeing Scorpion. I'm looking forward to seeing Electro, and it looked like we already kind of saw most of that through like yeah, trailers through stuff, the E3. You know? I mean, we saw the entire spoiler alert. You've seen the entirety of the Sinister Six in the E3 demo. Except for like the parts where you fight them, like, and then then the fights aren't really all that interesting. Yeah, like, the, the, they're fine. I I think the the vulture. I I honestly enjoy those fights way more than the, the Doc Ock fight. That's for certain. Uh, they're about even for me. Um, I didn't, I didn't dislike any of them. Uh, I just didn't. They didn't stand out for me either. I was hoping for like some really cool boss fights, and I um, don't know why. Another thing that I was disappointed in was the ultimately the suit selection. I like how they did it with the fact that you could wear whatever suit you want and then use whatever suit power you wanted. Um, but with with one exception of using the focus, the one that gives you more focus power, the only power I ever used is the one where he jumps up and webs everybody on the ground. Um that was the only suit power I ever used. And then I didn't like... I only liked probably like five of the suits. Like, I like the classic suit. I like the game suit that they give you okay. Um, I think the Stark suit is the best looking suit in the game. Night and day, I think that suit looks amazing. Um, the Iron Spider-Man suit was cool. Uh, I, I, a part of me thinks you only think that because of the fact it's the Marvel sh- it's the Marvel Universe suit. No, I just think it. I think it looks the best in both the dark and the light. Because in the dark, you can still see the blue; it's vibrant. And whereas the Mark IV, like while you can see, like that looks really good, especially at night in the moonlight from the back. I don't like how his the glow of the spider on the front of his suit. Um, if I mean, like, because you know, I'm, you know, or look at. We're looking at this as if we're Top Chef judges and we're being very nitpicky about some stuff in a game that we ultimately both enjoy. Because for me, honestly, I pre-ordered it at the max amount. I got the three suits so I didn't have to do them. You know, I mean, they were just unlocked right off the rip. I got all the DLC available when it's coming. Ultimately, I don't know what the replayability of the game is. I don't know if there's a new game plus. Or if it, uh, there will be, I, I read that there will be. Okay, yeah. So, uh, so, but ultimately, every negative thing I've said about this game, knowing the price I paid, I think was eighty bucks and change because I did the whatever the pre-order was. I think it was seventy nine ninety nine. It's a hundred percent worth it for just swinging up and down Manhattan. Like I could do. Oh yeah, I could swing up so and down fun. Manhattan all day. And I'll say this. I absolutely do not want a sequel to Spider-Man. I don't want Spider-Man 2. I'm done. I'm done playing as Spider-Man. I don't want Spider-Man 2. What I do want is to be able to play as Spider-Man in Manhattan or as Captain America or as Hulk or as Iron Man or as any you know, one of the New York-based superheroes. I want to be able and then I want to be able to hop on and be like, "Hey Billy, what you doing? You want to get on that Marvel superheroes online?" And fucking, we can both be Spidey. We can be, I can be Spidey. You can be Hulk, Iron Man, Fantastic Four, Daredevil. I don't give a fuck. Whoever's New York based, or it ain't even gotta be New York based. Bring Star Lord and Gamora in that motherfucker. 
What I want is to be able to play in Manhattan in an open world with my people as the fucking superheroes I love, goddammit. Why are you so upset about it? Like somebody already told you that you're not going to get that or you're never going to have it? I just don't feel like I'm ever going to be satisfied. Uh, no, apparently not. Because it's funny that I was that I that I'm putting out my complaints about the game because I'm like you just you're never happy with anything. So. That's not true. <laughs> uh, that's right. You liked uh, the the guys, the Avatar guys' new show, right on Netflix? Yes, the Dragon Prince. Oh, are we transitioning away from from? Uh, well, I haven't Spider-Man? watched it, so not really. I haven't actually right, seen well, it. Well, we're gonna get back to it because we're gonna talk about that motherfucker. Um, uh, but back, back to Spider-Man. <laughs> Well, I mean, you should know that this is what I want from uh, a- after playing this game, especially considering that I play GTA dressed as the Joker and or the Red Hood. Oh, no, I, I know that's what you want. I'm saying, like, because I agree. I was thinking the whole time, given the amount of detail that's in the maps on this game, you know, I mean, it's, just, it's huge and there's so many things to do, so many places to go. If you wanted to do a sort of... I don't know what the how this would happen because I think that the licensing for video games is different for than for the movies. I don't know how they would make this work, but you could have like a sort of cinematic like video game universe where you just use the same map because that seems to be like a huge thing. Yeah, and play as different characters with, like, different storylines, and then you can play together as, like, different uh, superheroes, too. Like, there's a lot you could do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. And if we're together and we fast travel someplace, and we can see us both on the subway, among my favorite load screens, was when it was, I, I would just fast travel to see what my Spidey was doing on the subway. Did you not fast travel? I feel like you didn't tra- fast travel because you don't seem near. Oh, no, I did fast travel once. It was all right. It was fantastic. Seeing Spidey look at his phone on the subway next to common people, one dude sleeping on his shoulder because, you know, he was a long day at his job sweeping or something. I don't know what that man did. Clearly, it's hard labor because he's sleepy. Or maybe he's working multiple jobs because, the, you know, these motherfuckers don't get paid. We don't get paid very well. Common people? Yeah, common people. You're common people? The 99 percenters. All right. I'm surprised. You, I'm, I'm still surprised you haven't actually finished the entire game since you play, played so uh, much. Of- well, because, I, like I said, well, once I got to that fight and I, I, you know, it forced me to use that mechanic and stuff, I went back... And started clearing out the regions and focusing on using my L1, R1s and my swinging and combats and shit. And uh, uh, so that, you know, I could uh, fight that dude. Um, uh, let's, uh, uh, let's talk uh, Mission Impossible. Hey guys, it's Billy. And I know you were just listening to me a second ago, but here's what's going on. Uh, here's the thing. I didn't see Mission Impossible Fallout, but I want to see how long I can talk about this movie I didn't see until Poet realizes that I have not actually seen this movie. But I want to make sure you guys know what's going on, so you're in on it. Let's get back to the show and see how this turns out. 
Okay. Yeah, since definitely. We finally have a fucking movie we both fucking seen can fucking talk about because you don't fucking go see nothing, motherfucker. Goddamn. Uh, yeah, no, I never see anything. Uh, so what 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 did you think of uh, Mission Impossible Fallout? Uh, I uh I enjoyed it. Um, I I, I ultimately I don't think I think in still photos Henry Cavill pulled off that mustache. But in the movie, I don't think watching him with that mustache, I was just like, he he, he should have just cut. They should have got rid of that. He doesn't. There was just something about the character and the way his portrayal didn't fit the mustache. Yeah. But, did you did you did you feel like he was a, a good foil for? Uh, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I think Sans mustache. I think he's probably my second favorite adversary of the series for sure. For sure. Okay. Uh, so th- then, how would you say this one sticks up to you? Or how does it how does it hold up to the other Mission Impossible's? Uh, I th- I think it's a it's a uh, it's a pretty decent entry into the series. I mean, you know, those characters uh, are like well worn suits now. Uh, the way that they're, uh, you know, uh, what's his name, Simon Pegg and Vin Rhames. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you know, I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, I think for me still three is my favorite. Three uh, is really good. I mean, I think this I, was, and I, I would, I, I would say, I would argue that for me, three is my favorite based on Philip Seymour's Hoffman's villain. I think that he's, he's ultimately one of my favorite, uh, adversaries of all time across all mediums i that character i would say that this was probably the best mission impossible movie like for sure uh i i for me three is the best and you know and and i would say i'm saying that because some of the best some of those scenes were just so Ah, they were just so well put together, you know? The, the the scene where fucking Tom Cruise is running, holy shit, dude. Like, how did, did hey, you not love that? Yeah, no, no, yeah, for sure. And I and I remember thinking the whole time, uh, there is nobody at this stage in the game who's going as above and beyond doing stunts as Tom Cruise. Like right? some That's of the stunt. shots in this movie, um, multiple times the shots are just like breathtaking to see. Like if you like, if this was real, it, it would be insane. And the fact that it's an actor doing it is even more insane and not some, you know, some stunt people. But I mean, some of the shots in this that ju- you'll you'll not see in any other movie for sure, and definitely is worth seeing on the big screen because they're just amazing shots, and the stunt sequences are just you're not getting better stunt sequences uh, in, in this nature. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, am I really supposed to believe that Tom Cruise? Uh is better than Superman? Because I got to tell you, they're... Well, I think, 
I well, much like Samson, with the hair being cut, removing his power. I think the mustache. The mustache was, takes was, away his. Power. Was his if he took the mustache off, it it had been over. It the movie would have been fifteen minutes. Um. Uh, but what did you what what did you think of the of the story in this one? You know, the, I I appreciated the fact that you know, given all the things that they've done in the previous movies, now is like okay, well, so they think that he's a bad guy now, or like they they think that he's done something wrong, and I, you know, that, his- that trope I'm getting is I mean is well worn in this series. I mean. He was thought to be a traitor in one. He was thought to be a traitor in three. He was thought to be a traitor in four, five, six, ten, nine. I mean, it feels like every movie he's thought to be a traitor at some point. Uh, I could, they could let that go. I'm okay with that. Um, I didn't necessarily like. Uh, I mean, I. I felt it it seemingly felt it relied too heavily on the previous movie but was also trying to give a nod to the overall series by having the granddaughter of Max character you know be from the first movie. I don't know did you get that that the girl who was kind of like the broker who you're never kind of sure if she was is she good is she bad what is she? Um, did you get that that's the granddaughter of the girl, of the old lady from the first movie? I can honestly say no, I didn't. Uh, and you know, what did did you think that made, that that there seemed like there was something maybe going on between her and Tom Cruise's character? I think that she was playing a very sexual being and was, was down to fuck Tom Cruise's character for sure. But I think she's probably down to fuck a lot of things that that she would be down to fuck. You know what I mean? Like she's just a. I think she was playing it. You know what I mean? Overtly sexual. What did you think of? Uh, there was one particular action sh- uh, action scene that that stood out for me. I think you know the one I'm talking about. Uh, the 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 thing the the, the just shit. Out, you know, man. when they're like when they're shooting and shit when they're. Uh, I'm bad at describing things. When they're you know. shooting and... Uh, so there are times in the movie when guns came out. Uh, do you mean yeah, the and helicopter like running, he's like running. He's running after Henry Cavill. Uh, when they're in the... I guess I don't know what part you're talking about. You suck at describing. You've, you've, you suck so bad at describing. I don't even... I have to think I haven't seen the movie now. I'm not going to lie to you. I have not seen this movie. <laughs> oh, my God. I absolutely hate you right now. I really wanted to see how long I could go before you were like, have you seen this movie? <laughs> I'm ending the episode right now. This is the last This is the last episode in the Poet and Billy podcast. However, I will be continuing next week with the Poet podcast. I will be auditioning for new hosts. Motherfucker, you supposed to see these shits. How are we supposed to talk about these shits? You don't see these motherfuckers. Goddamn. You're lucky that I played the Spider-Man game, man. Oh, like life is man. hard. I, not all, not all of us, you know, you know, can play a video game all weekend and watch movies whenever we want. We got things to do. 
This you know, this, I got I got my job. I got my wife. My wife is gone all weekend, by the way. She went to Memphis uh, for her class reunion. Oh. So I'm home alone. Two and a half weekend. hours to watch Mission Impossible? How are we supposed to answer these questions from Dak, motherfucker? Huh? Answer me that. Answer me that. William. I feel like I'm. I feel like I can still answer them based on the fact I've seen the other Mission Impossible movies. You can't honest. answer shit, motherfucker. First question: How much have you enjoyed the series up to this point? You can't answer that question without having seen uh, this uh, up movie. to this point. Oh, I, that, he didn't say anything about the new movie. <laughs> up to this point, I've enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, I would ultimately agree. The only one I didn't enjoy is two. I don't. That two movie is, is weird. I have seen two. I'm not fucking with you this time. Two is like a really weird stylistic movie well, of like it's with John the John Woo stuff. Doves, like it's it, it, at the time. Oh, I guess God. it was cool. I don't the know, but now. Well, <laughs> I mean, the only good thing about Mission Impossible Two was Thandi Newton was in that, and she was fucking amazing as she always is. Like Thandi Newton is among the best actresses in the game right now. I believe you. I guess I don't know who that is. So. Uh, she was, um, I can't remember the character's name, but Woody Harrelson's girlfriend in Solo, and she's in, uh, Westworld, and she's been in all kinds of stuff. She was in Rock and Rolla, my favorite movie, one of my favorite movies. Oh, yeah, we did watch Rock and Rolla. Yep. Alright, second question. Where does the new film rank among the others, Billy? Answer me that. Uh, Answer you know, me that, having not seen it. Where does it I'll, rank for I'll, you? I would say yeah, this sure. movie is as good as, as all the others. It's better than two. <laughs> you motherfucker. I would say probably for me, it's the second best. I mean, uh, I really like the first one. It does, it does get a little long uh, for me at the end. Um, so I would probably say for me, I like three... Then this one, one, and then five, and then the one with Hawkeye that I don't really like that much. I, that I but I that I like infinitely more than two. I, I yeah, I like one quite a bit, especially the the you know yeah, it is really annoying that they keep doing this thing in these movies where like suddenly they think he's a traitor. Yeah. Uh, but in the first movie. But you get that great. That's the first time that that's happened. Aquarium, yeah. By the way, I love that that happened in the movie because I got to tell you, that's why I said that because I was like, that has to happen, right? That happens in all of them, and sure, fucking enough, it did. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I the first movie has a lot of strong points uh, based on the fact that it's the first movie yeah. alone because you know you don't. It's not going based off all this other weird. You know, all the other shit that happens in all the movies. Because at this point, there's a certain pattern, which is why I wanted to see how long I could go talking about the movie uh, without having actually seen it. The patterns for these movies is basically uh, uh, Tom Cruise and his crew. Uh, they are traitors, but they're not traitors. Uh, they got to stop the real bad guy. The uh, There's going to be some scenes where he's running. Doing, he's doing a lot of running. That's what he does. And there is a major stunt. He does some crazy stunt in this movie. Also, Henry Cavill has a has a beard, has a mustache. That's not really in the other you, movies. You, but, uh, you, really, you know what? I want you to know, you are infuriating me right now with with how uh, 
how not serious you're taking this topic right now. I, I want you to know that I'm offended <laughs> that you didn't go see this movie and that you've been bullshitting your way through this this whole time. And I... because Dak sent in questions specifically for this topic, I think you should apologize to him both publicly and privately. Oh, I'm publicly real quick. I'm Dak. I'm not sorry. Uh, oh, you. And I gotta tell you, when this episode comes out, he's gonna be very happy that I didn't see it because <laughs> I think. Um. Uh. Well, that, have you seen? Have you seen any of the scene that where he broke his uh his uh ankle on? I didn't know. I have heard about that though. That he did break his ankle. Uh, uh, you you don't. It's it's. It's blink and you miss it. You, I don't think you could you could see it without actually slowing it down in the movie. You can see on the pickup shot uh, when he runs off from the stunt uh, that it's broken. Um, I watched when they were all on the Graham Norton show. They had the whole cast on there shit months before the movie even came out. Yeah, no, no, I have seen that. Yeah, where they where they showed him uh, snapping his ankle, um, yeah, man, that was a uh, it was just a freak accident, uh, a freak accident that totally fucked Justice League, and maybe the one singular reason that that movie failed. I don't think that's the case. <laughs> oh yeah, we got to talk about that. So we're you know it's funny we spend this whole time talking about Henry Cavill. Uh, He's not Superman anymore. What do you think of that? No, we're not done yet. What was your favorite scene in the movie? I want you to answer that for Dak. What was your Uh, absolute favorite scene in this movie? I mentioned mentioned it already. The the scene where fucking Tom Cruise is running. No. It's just, it's so good. Shut your fucking mouth. Nobody, nobody does I will say the best, my favorite scene was probably um, the helicopter chase. That scene was so bloody insane um just the uh just the the cinematic views alone from that chase let alone seeing henry hang out either side of a helicopter with a fucking like i don't know what kind of a helicopter fucking cannon just shooting at tom cruise and tom cruise slamming a helicopter into it it was like it was absolutely insane. It got a little much with the like, because you know you can. It's never like you gotta you gotta stop the guy from blowing something up. You gotta like get the device from him, and then you gotta oh oh it gets knocked away. Oh, it's almost off precariously at the end. Oh no, what are we gonna do? Is he gonna get it? Like that was that got a little bit much at the end, but uh, th- th- I mean. Like I, all of the like aerial stunts that they did in this movie were just um, amazing because you just you're not gonna get shots like that in other movies. There's no amount of CGI that will ever make what the shots that they got as impressive as what you can do. You know, with with CGI, you'd just be like, ah, it's CGI. But, like, with Tom Cruise, you know, like, no. <laughs> what they CGI'd out was maybe his safety line. Well, I mean, when you have Scientology protecting you, it's... What does he have to be afraid of? 
I mean, I guess I really know much about the religion. I'm not a religious person. Uh, uh, favorite character? Something about favorite characters? Yeah. Simon uh, Pegg. Tom again, Cruise. Again, Simon Pegg. Those are all your favorite <laughs> characters in this movie, you SOB. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, I would say, uh, Vin Rames or Henry Cavill. I liked if, if I, <coughs> I'd probably give the nod to Henry if he didn't have the mustache. Um, did tying it so heavily to the film, the heavily to the previous film work better for you? Would you prefer, uh, a standalone? I would have preferred if they were going to do, because they made it sound like everything he had ever done throughout the Mission Impossible series was going to come back and haunt him. And they sort of hinted at that at first with the introduction of Max's granddaughter. You're like, oh, what is, is she like, is she, is she going to do what's going to happen with her character? What? But that was really ultimately the only link to any previous films other than five. Um, so I would prefer that they had linked more to all of the overall the overall the whole series um, if they were going to do that at all. If not, I, I almost would have preferred um, a, just a, a, another standalone story, though I. I do like the introduction of Max's granddaughter, and I hope that we do get to see that character again in the series. I would have liked a more standalone thing. You didn't even see the movie, motherfucker. You can't answer that question. <laughs> Henry Cavill's shotgun's arms. Awesomely ridiculous or ridiculous awesome. Uh, honestly, I don't... No offense, I don't really appreciate... I, like, I didn't really think anything about his arms. I don't get what you mean by shotgun arms so I don't think they're either of those words that you describe them as being deck I'm sorry also I'd like to apologize to the listening audience for Billy not seeing this movie he's a jerk store uh, they, where you can purchase all your action fillers, uh, figures of Billy the jerk he has kung fu grip and articulated joints and he's three four scale or whatever they're called. I can't remember. Moving on. Moving on. I'm still not sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Alright, speaking of... Uh, um, oh, god damn it. Hold on. Where was it? Alright, so I had an idea. Um... That came to me when I was watching something, and now I can't remember what it was. Um, but I wanted, I came up with an idea. I want to do, uh, what is your ultimate TV family? Uh, so my suggestion was that you are the middle sibling in a three-child household. You have a mother and a father. There is a housekeeper and or butler. Um, and you get to pick a pet, a best friend, a love interest, and a neighbor for your ultimate TV family. Uh, 
And uh, did you did you do any thinking on that at all, Billy? When I messaged that to you, uh, I a little bit. I was curious about. I was I, I was curious about how you were going to go about it. You know, to see right. if I was interpreting it correctly. So let's. All right. So here's let's. How about we'll start with this for my uh, mom and dad for my ultimate TV family. My dad would be Red Foreman from the 70s show. And my mom would be uh, Claire Huxtable from the Cosbys. Who, who, who would your mom and dad be, Billy? Uh, I would have to say my, my dad, uh, Tom Cruise from the Mission Impossible movies. I said a TV family. The stipulation just, was that I it had to be I on know, TV. I'm I just absolutely am... Uh, let, myself with let's Ray keep in Ray mind now. when I answer this, by the way, I'm talking about the character. Yeah, I no. think because that's an important, that's an important, uh, no, cause you're going to say Bill Cosby. You of, Oh yeah. No, I'm going to say Dr. Huxtable. Dr. Huxtable would be an awesome dad. Bill Cosby. I don't know. That's Bill Cosby. You would think was an awesome dad until you were an adult. And then you find out his secrets and you're like, holy shit, my dad had a dark side. Yeah. Uh, no one can have to change my last name like the Hitler family. Did you ever hear about that? The Hitler family, they changed their name and decided to never have kids? No, I just didn't. Why would I have ever cared to look up his family? I, I don't know. I'm saying, I don't know why you would look them up, but I'm, I'm saying that's something that people know is that the family you know, decided we're going to, you know, discontinue this. I mean, you said that you said that like this is something people know, but you started this whole premise off by going, "Did you know that?" No, nah, motherfucker, I didn't know that. Well, because I realized after I said it, you're like, uh, and then I remembered that you're just, you know, not what? Say it, say it. I want you to say it, Billy. I'm not what? Say it, motherfucker. I'll come through this fucking microphone. Say it. I mean, I was, I, I, do, I don't really know what I was gonna say. I was yeah. maybe. So who who all right? So Doctor Huxtable's your dad. Who's your mom? You know, I'm gonna go the uh, funny, and I promise I'm not doing this to be lazy, uh, because it's the opposite of what you did. But Kitty Foreman would be amazing. She's so she, nice. She she, she uh, I can't I can't for, uh, for, uh, that. It's funny we did that, but I can't knock you for that. She is a good she's a good TV mom. All right, older older sibling and a younger sibling. Who uh, who would you choose for an older and a younger? I think for my uh, um, older older sibling, uh, I'd want um, I think I'd want Will from the Fresh Prince. I was just thinking that because uh, I was, and I was wondering if that was okay because. I was like, he wasn't a sibling, though. He was their cousin, but, uh, you know, okay. But he's a part of it. My thing is he's a part of a TV family. That's my main stipulation. Do they they got to be a part of a TV family. Uh, my younger sibling, uh, I think uh, I would want to go with... Um, God, I don't know how you go with anybody but Rudy Rudy Huxtable is your younger sister. 
I don't want to just like copy everything that you did, so I'm going to try to be different with this one. Well, maybe if you'd have thought about it, you could have not copied everything I did. Well, because I, like I said, I was I was wondering what you meant when you messaged me about it, and I was like, oh, that's. Then why didn't you ask me, motherfucker? We could have clarified this over message before. We got onto the episode. We're trying to deliver great content for our listeners, and you're over here half-assing it. I give great content to our listeners. They're gonna love this episode. Uh, I'm gonna say so. Older sibling. Yep. I was also thinking Will, but again, I don't want to do because I was. I'm sorry. That was the first thing that popped into my head. I was like, dude, Will Will Smith would be awesome. Uh, let me think. We'll go with younger sibling first, because I think younger sibling I'll do. Uh, um, the what was the name of the character the Olsen the Olsen twins played in um, Full House? Michelle. Michelle, yeah, she was adorable. She was she, fun. She was, dude. <laughs> uh, all right, I dig it. I dig it. All right, who would you go for your older system, older sibling? Older. You can go Will Smith. Fuck it. He's the, uh, he well, not, you know, he's the fresh prince for a reason, motherfucker. I'm gonna go another way actually, because I think as much as like I like Will the character, I don't know if I would like him as a person, like because I'm such an introvert. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go another way. I'm gonna say Carlton. <laughs> mm, okay, I dig it. I dig it. Uh, honorable mention would probably be Theo. Theo Huxtables. Theo, yeah. Like, I don't want to go all Huxtables. Right. All right. Housekeeper slash butler. I got to go. I got to go Alfred on this one. I got to go with Alfred. As Alfred? Does he yeah. count? Yeah. Batman's TV show or the, or the uh, Batman animated show. The Bat family is a TV family. I'm going Alfred as my butler. Um, I'm going to go with Niles, the butler from the nanny. Niles, the butler from the nanny. Alternate nanny choice would have been, um, oh, I can't, all of a sudden her name escapes me, but the lady from, um, the facts of life, the, the, uh, like the mom lady of those girls or whatever. Oh, I don't know. You know, I remember I'm young. You don't know about the facts of life. I know about the facts of life, as like in that it existed. <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, you know, the names of shows, but like, yeah. you know, like Family Ties was a show. I don't really know anything about it. I think wasn't that the one that Michael J. Fox was on, for example? Yes. Yeah. Oh man. Yep. All right. So let's go with one pet. Who would your pet be? Do do you want me to go? I uh, that that's a weird one because I'm not I'm having trouble thinking of pets from. Well, I mean, so uh, well, like, so you know, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, her cat could be a pet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dino Astro from Flintstones or the Jetsons. Oh, okay. We're we're gonna so, go because I think when I'm thinking sitcoms, that was that that stuff wasn't. See, Housekeeper Butler, you could have went with the uh, with Rosie from the Jetsons. Nah, I'm I'm happy with my choice. 
Okay. <laughs> so for my pet, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a fast one here. I'm gonna go with Appa. I would go with Appa as my pet for my ultimate TV family TV show, starring me as the middle sibling. I'm gonna go with. Oh, uh, what's uh, what's Superfan's dog's name? <laughs> crypto. Crypto. Yeah, we'll do okay. crypto. All right, all right. So, uh, whom is your TV best friend? So this can be any character from a TV family. Um, I, this is a hard one. This is a hard one for sure. I think I want to go with, uh, um, God damn it. Now that the character's name is, escapes me, but Fred Savage's character from the Wonder Years would be my best friend. I am going to go with Millhouse from The Simpsons. Millhouse from The Simpsons. God damn it. That's a great best friend. That is a great best friend. Millhouse from The Simpsons. Oh, I love it. All right. Who would be your love interest? Careful. Liz might listen to this. Uh, I Well, in that case, I know exactly the answer I'm going to give. Uh, we'll go with, what was, uh, on Saved by the Bell, Elizabeth Berkley? Oh, um, uh, um, oh, what was Elizabeth Berkley's name on Saved by the Bell? Oh, God, it's like, as soon as you ask that question, the answer yeah. in my brain. Uh, oh, it's like right on the tip of my tongue. But yeah, I know who you're talking about. I know you're it'll hit me about. after the episode. Right. Like, oh shit, that's what it was. Right. Uh, and the reason I say that is because the other, like, a week ago or something, we watched Showgirls. Uh, oh, yeah. Liz really likes that movie. Uh, All right. And so she's she's on my mind. Have uh, you seen Showgirls? Uh, I parts of it, I believe, but I was. Oh, just it is. It is terrible. It is yeah. absolutely. I remember In the best thinking way, it was terrible. No, it's one think- of those terrible movies that you gotta see it. Like no. I was, because I was telling, I was telling Liz that I was like, this, I was like, God, this movie is terrible, and you can't look away. She's like, Yeah, it's terrible, but yet, isn't it still better than like Batman versus Superman? And I was like, Yeah, no, because I could see myself watching Showgirls again because no. it's fucking hilarious. But I will 100 percent watch Batman versus Superman. I will over never any watch any other terrible movie. Because I, I at least get to see Henry Cavill as Superman. I get to see some cool fights with Batman. I get fucking an amazing cameo from Wonder Woman. She's really the best part of that entire fucking movie. So you'll watch a two and a half hour long movie for a 15 minute scene with a character. Yeah, versus watching some uh, terrible movie just because uh, some girl from a TV show I used to watch as a teenager gets naked in it. I'm good. That's that's not the reason why though. The reason it's it's fucking funny. Like it's a really it's a really oddly paced put together movie that's very much worth watching. See, I don't I don't get that phenomenon of wanting to watch trash films because they're of the poor decision making. Like what was the one that they just made the movie about the making of the movie with uh, the Franco? room. 
no, why would you watch this trash pile of a film? I, watching the clips of it, I was just like, people go and watch this? That's ridiculous. This is what's wrong with the world, that people would go watch that trash over and over and over again. Um, Who would be your love interest? You Oh, you just answered that. So my <laughs> love interest... Sorry, sorry. Coca- cocaine's a hell of a drug, people. My love interest would be, I think, Alyssa Milano's character from Who's the Boss? The Winnie from... Uh, the Wonder Years. The Wonder Years is a very close second. You know that my niece is named Winnie. Yeah. No, did I know that? The one that's living with you? No, her name is something. No. Else. <laughs> I was, first, I was confused. The one that's I, no, I didn't know you had a niece that was named Winnie. Yeah, my my brother's uh, my brother's one of my one of his daughters. His youngest is is Winnie. Nice, very cool. And I'm pretty sure it's because of the Wonder Years, at least a little bit. I got gotcha. you. Uh, who would be in the spirit of uh, Wilson uh, on Tim the Tool Man Taylor's Home Improvement show? Wait, what? Oh no no no! Okay, I forgot. I went first on that one. <laughs> yeah yeah, you went first. It was the Showgirls was your love interest. Well, not her character from Showgirls. That would no, be all. I, <laughs> no, I, I meant you're saying the Saved by Bell version of Kelly Kapowski's best friend. Whose name escapes this right Whose name now. is... She's got a name. Is She's fucking Slater's girlfriend what? for a while. Isn't her name Liz? <laughs> no. You're, you're, no. Hold on. I'm going to pull up IMDb because this is killing me. Say it is certainly that. not Liz, though. It's... Ah, uh, oh, shit. I'm going to try to get it before you pick it up. Um, damn it. Jesse Spano. Jesse. Uh, right, so Jesse Spano is your ultimate love interest. Who would be your neighbor? And then we're done with this question, you jerk store. <laughs> I would. I think I would want Bob Newhart's character from the the TV show where he ran the B and B. That would be my neighbor. Uh. I know you have mentioned it already, but it really is the best choice, I think, would be uh, Wilson from Home Improvement. I mean, how can you top Wilson? I, I, you, I, just, I feel like if I had a rough day and I went into the backyard oh, and man. sitting there, and then he's like, pokes. Most people, I think, if they poked their head over my fence and was like, hey, how's it going? I'd be like, get the fuck, what are you doing? Leave me alone. Yeah. He would be like, uh, like, yeah, tell me about life, man. Yeah. And behind the fence, whose face I never see. Whatever you're going through, you could tell it to him, and that dude would be like, "Oh man, just do this." You'd be like, "Man, words, son." And we need people like that in our lives. I don't have anybody like that in my life. That's fucked up. I thought I was that kind of person for you, but I guess I. Do you have that kind of person in your life? Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. That is not. Do you have a real person in your life? Uh, Uncle Ben. That's also not a real person. I don't know if you're... I, I, I just listened to stuff that they've said in, in works that they've been in. That doesn't... That's not no. how... It, oh, man. All this right. is somehow... This is strangely connected to a fun topic. So your OkCupid okay account has gotten some hits. Oh, my uh, God. I completely forgot... You fucking did an OKCupid okay account for me, goddamn. Uh, yes, you have an OKCupid okay account. I don't think we've ta- we haven't talked about it on the show, have we? No, I don't. No, I, I only want to bring it up. There's not a ton to add right now. There's no, because but I want to make sure that it's sad. out there. 
I, I want it. I want to make sure that it's out there so that I can update people and let them know that I'm going to make. Because here's the thing: for those of you who know Poet fairly well, there's a running joke he has that I feel is not quite a joke, where he's like, "Oh, you know, I'm going to die alone." But and as people who love him, we don't want that. So I'm. I took it upon myself to make a dating profile on OKCupid for him, and we're going to find Poet love. I'm excited about this, and I think everybody else is too. No, there's at least one person not currently excited. Well, about there's this. one person, but nobody really cares about his their... opinion. <laughs> I right. care about feeling for you, and that's love. So, <laughs> well, I, I I appreciate that you love me, Billy. Thank you, and I love me you, love and I love Liz. Else. Um. All right. So before we wrap this episode up, we have one final question. Okay. And this comes from my cousin. And he asks, with around 72,000 people on average playing GTA Online at any point in time, do you think that it could support a live TV viewing platform a la like Live PD where the stream would jump around different players across the game highlighting crazy things occurring with commentary? And if not GTA Online... Do you feel there are any games, past or present, that would have enough interest or action to promote a program like this? Or do you think we have not reached a point in society yet that this type of immersion into the game world would be desirable? Uh, I personally don't find it interesting. There are there is like a group of people that do. I mean, you, you can look at like fucking the YouTubers out there. Like all they do is they play video games and on Twitch and stuff, and they, you know, the millions or however many people they, they they make more money than I make doing that. Not all of them, but quite a few of them. Yeah, uh, more than one. <laughs> um, I I would say yes and no. Yes, I think, obviously, there's definitely enough interest. I mean, Twitch, YouTube, uh, those prove that people want to watch people play games. Um, I think what also people want to watch is obviously the, um, uh, the, the personality that's streaming the game is uh, of interest. So if you were going to do it, one, I it seems weird that you would just be following random gamers without their permission and then offering commentary on them. So I don't know how you would do that. Yeah. I don't know how that would be very interesting. Cause at least, cause I can, I don't under, I don't think that would be interesting. I can at least understand, although I'm not into it. People that watch like major league gaming type thing, you know, like a, yeah. a shooter team based game or, you know, sports like madden or something because there's you understand the goal you understand you know there's a group of people that you might you might be hearing them while they're playing that i get but if you were just watching people randomly play like my wife has watched me randomly play uh <laughs> grand theft Auto ocean i can tell you she does not enjoy it um, yeah i i mean i think i think uh yeah, I think, well, I think ultimately, one, people who are watching TV would not be interested in, in this, and those people that would be interested in something like that aren't going to watch TV for it. They'll get 
what they want online via yeah. via other means. Um, yeah, so I mean, I think probably my problem with MLG is, or you not, I don't mean Major League Gaming as an entity. I mean, I, what I mean to say, esports and esports uh, programming. Um, yeah, yeah, is that. Uh, again, it comes down to personalities and presentation, and I don't necessarily like that they're they've sort of mimicked the um, sports style of commentary for showing games and commenting on gamers when they do these things. Um, although maybe it's just the people I've seen before. Uh, I have watched some League of Legends streams uh, of games, and some of those guys having, having like, zero knowledge of League of Legends, period, as a game, how it works, what the goal is, how do these people become good at it. Um, I have found that the commentators that I've watched... Uh, in that arena have been um, pretty good. But again, I don't necessarily... I'm not necessarily a fan of the sports-type commentary, how they do it. Um, So I think it it comes down to you got to have personality and and an, an accessible way to explain a game to a person who's never seen it or maybe played that type of game or played games, yeah. period. And I, you know, I think it really does. I agree. It's it's all about personality. Cause I, the, the few times I've watched something gaming related, usually it has to do with who's playing it. Yeah. Uh, cause like there are guys like podcasters or something where it's like, okay, I know I like these guys' personalities. I'll watch them play this game because I also like the game. You know, I've watched people play Friday the 13th, uh, online while talking amongst themselves in like a podcast sort of way, and that's fun because that that game I think is is fun to watch along as long as like um as I enjoy the people who are playing it. But like I, I don't want to watch. I, I wouldn't want to watch pretty much anybody really play Grand Theft Auto because the whole time I would think just be thinking I want to play oh, Grand Theft. Auto. I want to play Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, on some level. If I was like in a position where I couldn't play Grand Theft Auto, but I wanted to, I could maybe get behind it. But like again, I'm not like if they're Thursday night at seven o'clock, I'm not necessarily trying to watch Gaming Hour to see randos play GTA. I mean, ultimately, it would depend on what does how good is this person and what am I watching them do, and is that content worthy enough to draw me in on a weekly basis for an hour. I don't know. And, and that's the other thing. I don't know if he means like, like that, like, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, Saturday is, you know, the Broncos game. We're going to watch four hours of that or whatever. You know what I mean? Like Friday night, four hours of GTA, or is it like a 24 hour gaming network where you're just watching different people play different games across the spectrum of games? Oh, that sounds awful. I don't know. That might be like if you just turn it on and be like, oh, it's the Super Mario hour. Who's playing Super Mario? Who's doing, What are they doing today? Speed runs? Okay. 
Uh, I am not the person for this question, I think, because I do genuinely. I, I just, for the most part, I find watching people play video games kind of boring. I'm depending uh, on the person, anyway. Yeah, I think uh, um, I'm more. I'm more. I'm probably more likely to watch people play games than you are, I would say. Um, like, I've definitely been a fan of the React gaming guys, kids, players, persons, YouTube personalities, whatever. I don't know the lingo. I'm not hip. I'm old. Um, uh, and there, like, there's this guy, ESO. He does these Skyrim playthroughs. And I watch, I watch his playthroughs. It started mostly just because... Uh, I wanted to, he had something interesting that I wanted to learn about, uh, but his, his voice and his personality, uh, have really, uh, like, I'll just watch videos. I know like about stuff I already know in the game just to kind of listen to hear, to listen to him talk about it and then see the stupid stuff that, um, that he says when like things don't necessarily go according to plan. Like this one time he. Like he, like, he was just giving normal commentary, talking about what was going on, and he shot a fox, and, it, uh, and sometimes in Skyrim, when you use bow and arrows, um, they go into a kill cam, and it'll follow the arrow as it kills the target you shot it at. And he went into this kill cam, and but he totally still missed the fox by, like, a wide margin. It made no sense that it went to kill cam, and... He just screamed out, betrayed, and that made me laugh so hard. It was just that tiny little moment, but, like, again, it comes down to the personality and the content. Like, I wanted to see some, this thing about what he's doing in Skyrim, and his personality kept me interested in watching his videos. Yeah. Haley just got home. That's what that sound is, if you're wondering. Haley, baby, daddy loves you. She can hear you. Oh, <laughs> I was just singing Eminem. What, really. I yeah, I was gonna say, what movie is that from? He's quoting a movie. No, I'm quoting. I'm quoting Eminem. His daughter's name is Haley. Oh, I, I was gonna say. I, I, I do. I heard that somewhere. No, really? I never. I never knew that. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> That's okay. I've learned something new today. We all have learned something new. <laughs> uh, I feel like we're we're coming towards the end of the show here. Is there anything else we need to add? Um, just uh, fuck you too, bitch. Call the cops. I'm gonna kill you and a mud ass motherfucking barking dogs. <laughs> uh. Uh, all right, everybody. I'm poet. I'm Billy. Good night. This is the outro, this is the outro, this is the outro for the Poet and Billy Podcast Extravaganza!